Today seems like a great day to dive in, so let's do that. Everybody has a clique, right? A group, family, a team. And most of the time, you be like, if y'all close, you know, when y'all go somewhere, you know, I got my people with me. You know, these my people. These people ride for me. They gonna be there to support me. They gonna be there when things fall apart. They gonna be there when I need the most. They gonna be there when, even when I don't. Even when I say I got this and they know I don't. Or if I do got this, they gonna be there to root me on, right? But it's crazy when I hear people say, you know, I got my people with me. And I see so many people that think they got that people with them. But them ain't really your people. And what I mean by that is when you need them most, they're nowhere to be found. When you need them to speak up on your behalf, I mean, I'm looking out for me first. I mean, I get it. I get, you know, the situation that you're in. I get the predicament that you're in. But see, at the end of the day, they don't have anything to do with me. They're willing to put themselves above you at all costs. And to some extent, you know, that is what you should do. Your feelings, your emotions, sometimes they should come first. But if you have a friend, a friend that you're saying got you no matter what, to me, that's more like family because I have maybe a friend that's went from friend to family. What's understood don't have to be explained, you know? And sometimes I think that we forget that. I think that we're, you know, we're these people who want community, who want people around us, who want to feel like, you know, that person has us and is going to ride for us. But that's not always the case. And sometimes we get lost in that narrative. I mean, and don't get me started on the social media outlook on it. You see all these people with these group of friends. They going on vacations and doing all this fun stuff. But let's not forget the story about with them people in Mexico. They all went to Mexico together and one of them didn't come back. And it was her friends, quote unquote, that was part of the reason why she didn't come back. Allegedly. So when it comes to stuff like that, you have to be real particular. I don't know how many snaps or... Um, documentaries where well they thought they were friends or you know my best friend took my life and it was and it's like huh best friend family took your life like you thought that you would love them forever you know because that's how it is with family and then you make one wrong move one wrong turn that they don't like that they're not willing to understand and that they're not willing to forgive that they're not willing to let go or it just wasn't like you or you had an off day and then it switched it switched up like crazy i had these group of girls i used to hang with and we was just cool i mean we were friends in the in the better sense of the word you know you and when you younger like middle school or you know what these are my friends they just your friends. It is what it is, right? Don't nobody care what nobody say. They, them your friends. So we're friends. And then I end up finding out that one of the girls, you know, that was my age, was talking to somebody that was like my sister in the age and was actually trying to talk to my sister. So I told my sister. And they got so mad at me because how dare you? You know what I'm saying? How dare you speak up and say something that wasn't your place? But... In my eyes, my sister came first. You know what I'm saying? Friends are friends, but family is family. And there's sometimes where your friend can become family. That can happen. But at the age I was at, that wasn't what was happening. And they showed me exactly why. Whole school turned against me. Um, I was getting jumped on Friday. You know, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And it was all because I decided to speak up. And I've noticed it about myself lately. 
where there's a lot of people in this world who don't speak up, I don't have that problem. Um, I used to think, oh, girl, you need to learn how to be quiet. Because, you know, sometimes my mom would tell me, you don't have to say something about everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to say something about everything. And I get it. And I understand it so much more now that I have my kids. (laughs) But I get what she was saying. You don't have to say something about everything. But I also know that there are situations that happen around me. And people don't want to speak up just because they don't want to feel like they're complaining or feel like and it could be things in regards to their children in regards to their feelings in regards to their health in regards to their mental anything and they'll be like I just don't want to I just will see like and it's like huh speak up for you if you don't speak up for you who gonna speak up for you you have to you have to know when is that time and sometimes when you speak up for you you lose people you don't have a lot of people with you sometimes it can be lonely And I mean, that's just for real. You just have to know what's worth it and what's not. And sometimes you have to know who your people are. And that means taking a step back sometimes and seeing life for what it is and the people in front of you for who they are and where they're headed and where you're headed and where you're going and then where they're going. Because sometimes it seems like everything is all sunshine and rainbows and it's not. And you saw it just like you do in relationships, but with friendships, we tend to act like them are not a big deal or I mean even family this is not just you know stuck on friendship this is family click group teams you know a small group it can be it could be anything it can really be anything but sometimes we feel like we just don't want to let stuff go like it can be dead smack in our face and you are supposed to forgive but you also aren't supposed to stay in a situation that's not for you You're not supposed to take the people with you that's not meant to go with you. Everybody is not meant to go with you. And we have this habit of feeling bad when we move forward and they're not. And their relationship and and how close that they are with God is on them. It's our job to start to learn how to identify who's with us for the long run and who's just with us for a little bit. No, for a little bit, not a long time. Um, And you start by doing that when you get closer to God. I know a lot of people um, would like to think that scientists um, are the reason for the world and things just make sense because they make sense and things just happen by chance. But let's be for real. There's things that happen that it can't be nobody else. There's no possible way that there could be anybody else. So there's no possible way that anybody is going to tell me anything different when it comes to God. You know, um, experiencing him, spending time with him. It's a different kind of flex. And I tell people that all the time, like I'm trying to bring people in where they can read the Bible in a year and be able to experience God in the way that I have. Because when you do, you just feel convicted to not do certain stuff. Like even when it's a thought and sometimes you think back on things that you used to do and it's like, okay, well maybe that was a time where life, um, where, where life was simpler because honestly the closer you get to him. And I've said this before, it just seemed like things just be hitting you from left to right. Boom, bam. It's just something. It's just one thing after the next. And it's like, what is this? And why is this happening? Right. But sometimes it's just God, you know, pulling people away, moving them around because everything ain't for you. And sometimes if we don't move it out our way, then he will. So if you noticed, a lot of the times in the Bible, God only took, he had 12 disciples, right? He even wrote, he even wrote around with Judas and we know he betrayed him. So that just comes to show you how close we allow people in our space 
who can eventually betray us and we you know letting them kick it with us hang with us of course Judas was needed for you know everything to play out the way Jesus said it would but we allow snakes in our life to play around um, in our minds with our minds and our hearts and all that stuff and they ain't no benefit of it sometimes they teach you something so let me let me not say there's no benefit of it sometimes they teach you something um but sometimes when they teach us something you don't listen so but back to it so a lot of the times when God was doing like big things or things he knew the other, the other ones wouldn't understand or wouldn't even open their minds to it he would only take Peter James and John like that's a testament in the Bible. Like when he would go up to the mountain to pray, Peter, James, and John. When he healed one of the little girls that they said were dead. And you know who he took with him? Peter, James, and John. That's it. Nobody else. Them three. So you see people with 10 friends. 30 friends. Vacations. Friends giving. And all this extra type of stuff. And it's not to say that those friendships and that family and that... You know, that job and all this stuff isn't real. It's not to say that. It's to say to pay attention. You don't have to take everybody with you. And really, you don't need to. Keep the people who are for you that's meant to be for you around. And you can kind of tell based off of their reactions to you, how they talk to you, how they treat you. You can tell who's for you based off of that. How you can be yourself, how you have to change, how you get anxious, how you get worried. Am I doing enough? Am I not doing too much? What's missing? You know, there's always something that could be done different or I got to do this before they come. It's always this need to try to fix yourself when you're around them. And then that's not living the right way. Right. That's not living in the way that you should live. So in Matthew 17, this was kind of the first time or it was a little bit after Jesus predicted his death the first time. Starting at 17, it says, After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them to a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, is it good for us to be here? If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, Why then do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure Elijah comes and restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah had already come, and they did not recognize him, but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking about John the Baptist. And I didn't have to read all of that, but I chose to to get you to understand that God works in mysterious ways. And he tends to do that through people, through community, through things around us that we're into or the people around us that we want to share and spend our lives with. And sometimes those things don't align, but sometimes they do. We just got to know 
who's supposed to go with us and who's not who's supposed to live those big dreams with us and who's not who's going to push us who's going to call and check on us when we tell them we want to do this and do that and not say again or do you have time but rather hey did you get a chance to do that today hey did you find time to do that oh maybe next time instead of doing this you should do that maybe that'll give you more time to do what you want like offer me options offer me your opinions that can help me be a better me don't tell me what I can't do and sometimes I might not be able to do it but I want the people that's on my side the people that are rooting for me to be honest with me right so be honest with me um, but also push me to be my best self because sometimes we get that mixed up we want people to be honest with us but when they are we're at this stage in our lives or in this day and age but in this, you know, in the time that we're in now, don't nobody want nobody to say anything to them. And if you do, oh, it wasn't your place and I'm going to cut you off. But I want somebody who's real with me. I want somebody who tells me like it is and also says, hey, girl, you know, you can do this. You can do that. Um, so we have to know who's meant to be there, and who's not, who can go with us and who can. Um, and he shows us in many different ways what it is for what it is. But again, we're hard headed. We don't want to listen. But I just hope that you take the time to listen because he's showing you different things. And I know things might be rocky and they might go back good and then be rocky and they might go back good. And you'd be like, well, no, it seems to be working. I mean, it was it's rocky. Then we're good. And it's rocky. Then we're good. And it's rocky. Then we're good. They're meant to be hard, meant to make you feel, you know, more good than bad. So just take that into consideration when you are bringing certain people with you to experience certain things because some people can go with you but they're not meant to go everywhere right just like you go places and you can go some places with certain people that you hang with or your kids or your family or your mom but you can't go so you know like you you grow up and you learn what each person likes and what's okay and we have to quit using things that you know people dislike as a past where they used to like it and allow them to change and grow that's not to say that people around you can't grow and change and don't make them feel bad for doing that either grow with them or leave them behind and that all that's okay too i know i know i'm gonna get back on schedule we got a dog they talked me into it as always i love y'all be back